Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and today's show is sponsored by the Ohio Lottery. I'm your co-host, John Alexander-Reese. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Angelique Owens. And if you don't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea? Hey, John. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. So, Andrea, what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, John, it has been a hot and heavy news week. We have all of these trials going on. It's unbelievable. And I guess we'll start off first with Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, uh, yeah. He was found not guilty of um, all of the charges, which in some respects, it, it's very interesting who you asked, who was surprised, who was not surprised. Many whites were surprised that he got off. They were angry that he was found not guilty. But at the same time, if you ask a black person, they would say, I'm not surprised because we knew. Soon as the judge started putting his stamp and making it easier for the defense and harder for the prosecution to to do their case, he knew where the judge was going to lean. And even though he may claim, no, I'm not this, I'm not that, but articles have come out and said, hey, he does this all the time. If he favors the defense, he's going to favor the defense and their case and make it as easy as possible for them to argue whatever the outcome it may be. It's kind of sad because, again, you know, the initial parts of the case is what young man who was 17 has a gun unless you know, their parents are, have taught them how to hunt and they have the gun for a reason for hunting because of family tradition. He has the rifle driven across state line to go to a protest to quote, protect property. Walks around said protest saying, I'm friendly, friendly to, the, to help people hand out band-aids and stuff. And then when he feels for his life, he pulls a gun. You walk in an agitated situation with a gun claiming to be a friend to help defend property. I'm sorry, but there are problems with that all the way around. It, it, it really is problematic because I don't know why he put himself in this situation in the first place. It's just problematic. And I know like the right-wing media is celebrating him as a hero and everything. Rittenhouse is no hero. He's not a hero. He's just a kid with a gun. He wanted to play soldier and he ended up killing two people and injuring one person. That's not a hero in my book. And what I find really funny was because Tucker Carlson interviewed him on Monday, because of course, and he said that he supported Black Lives Matter. And I don't know what that meant. I guess he was just trying to save face, just saying, oh no, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a white supremacist. I support Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. I said, you still killed two people and injured one. And my thing was, if you were there to support the people, you didn't take a gun. You got out and marched. Yeah. You didn't do that. All your actions said otherwise. And then you had this little kid crying on the stand. And, you know, but any other time he was not crying. He was not upset because he took three lives. So, you know, unfortunately now this 18-year-old young man who's in college has gotten away with murder. Well, no, I'll take that back. When When you step back, I'm sorry. He was found not guilty of um, manslaughter or 
whatever the charge was. Now he will be under scrutiny for the rest of his life. And anything that he does again will be in the news and his actions will speak for themselves. It may take a little while, but just like the, the man who killed um, the young man in Florida. George Zimmerman, who just it, keeps making bad press. I mean, I think even like he sold the gun that killed Trayvon. I think he sold that for like, I think he sold that. I'm not sure for how much money, but just the audacity for him to do that is just like, yeah, he's a rotten person to the core. He's not even it, trying to change his life for the better or keep no, him on profile. And his actions continue to show that he is the aggressor in any given situation. And he keeps being arrested. So that young man, um, Kyle Rittenhouse's actions, as he continues to grow older and become more of a man, he will either become a humble human being and learn from this and do right by people, or he's going to play soldier again. And this time it will be a, very, a lot worse outcome that he will not be able to get out, get away, get out of. He's got his one, where most Black people don't get their one. I take it as it is. You know, unfortunately, the Black community does not see justice all the time. That's the reason why you have jaded views of the justice system. Now, let's move over to the um, the murder of uh, Ahmaud Arbery. I believe yes. that case, I believe the jury is going to deliberation now. Is that correct? Yes, the jury is delivering now on um, Ahmaud Arbery's case. I, I think reading the breakdown of what the prosecution presented and what the defense did, all three presented different viewpoints. But there was innuendo of stereotype, of slavery, of anything to warp the view, the jury's view of Ahmaud Aubrey in the worst stereotypical way that you can imagine by these defense attorneys, because they had no case. Their people were guilty. They were not asked to stop this man from running through a construction site. They had not stopped any other person running through this construction site, even though they claimed that were frightened people and residents were concerned because of, quote, crime in the area. Well, what crime? If there were crime, crime in the area, where was the police? Where was the police driving through the area, constantly stepping up patrols? There was no proof of that because there was no reporting of high crime in the area. It was just the imagination of a former police officer and his son that pulled a neighbor in and say, hey, let's go do this. Can you videotape it? And this is what you get. And the neighbor who owned the, you know, the man who owned the property said, I never asked them to do this. The police officer who, you know, asked them, hey, if you see anything, just let me know. You know, any casual comment that any police officer that tells any citizen of a neighborhood watch-esque proportion, if you see something, say something. It's a given in a neighborhood, or especially a residential area. If you see a crime committed, or if you see something that you think is suspicious, give us a call on the non-emergency number. I'm told this all the time by our neighborhood liaison officers here in Cincinnati. These men took it one step further in their own imaginations. And when Ahmad Aubrey did not do what they wanted as a good little black man, that's when they did their deed. I think the prosecution put it best you cannot be the aggressor and victim at the same time. And that's what they're claiming, that they're the victim of this violent man who was not armed, who did not approach them, who did not attack them until he was attacked. So we'll see what the jury says. The jury is 11 whites, one black. Hopefully this will be a different outcome from the Rittenhouse trial. 
Well, I, I hope so too, because I mean, if you think about it, Wisconsin is a deer hunting state. So people view guns in Wisconsin through a different filter than say those folks who don't hunt, who don't use a gun for sport. In Georgia, they do hunt as well, but at the same time is not as prevalent as it is up north. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Also, another story that um, that broke this morning was uh, Malcolm X's daughter, Malika Sabaz, uh, yes. found dead in New York, which is um, very tragic. Another tragedy hit the Malcolm X family because, um, as we all know, Malcolm X was assassinated back in the 60s. And unfortunately, Dr. Betty Shabazz, she, she died, unfortunately, from injuries um, mm-hmm. from a fire set by her grandson. The grandson also died, too, um, years later. But um, Yeah, I, for- I forgot how he died. Um, uh, while I was reading it this morning, apparently um, he died in Mexico. Uh, so that was also very sad. Your thoughts on that? I, I think it's sad. Their family has known so much tragedy. And the fact that the two men who were exonerated on her father's death and yeah. everyone knew that they didn't do it, yes. but they were kept in, they were convicted of the crime for whatever reason of that time. And they didn't go after the person who did it. I think the fact that there's just so much has happened. It seems like tragedy continues to befall this family yeah. all the time. I think it's sad that I, you don't, we don't know what caused her death, unfortunately. And she had a twin, which um, I don't know if they were identical or not, but that resonates with me because I have an identical twin. And I know if my sister, excuse me, anything happened to my sister, it would be devastating to me because, you know, she's my twin. I just, my heart goes out to them for that, for, you know, for the loss of a loved one. Definitely. And then another breaking story that happened, actually it happened on Sunday. And this was in uh, Wisconsin. A red SUV drove through a crowd during a Christmas parade on Sunday. And unfortunately, uh, six people have died and many others have uh, have gotten injured. It's well, really sad. I think, I think what, what was sad, what's sad about this case is the fact that when the, the story first broke, everyone first thought, this, especially the local media in Wisconsin, first thought it was a terrorist thing. Then they said maybe it's in response to retaliation for, you know, the outcome of the Rittenhouse case. And come to find out, further speculation, this guy was fleeing the scene of a crime and was being pursued by police. And he crashed into the parade. At least that's the latest rumor or speculation of what was going on. Yes. And, and, you know, and unfortunately, the fact that what he did was tragic. No one should lose their life at a break. No one, not a child, not an adult, anything. But at the same time, you can't, you don't know what stupid people are going to do. His actions were stupid. If you did a crime, pay for it. You don't flee. So many of our young men today, or men, run from what they do instead of standing up and owning up for what they did. You know, because of that, I got a flea mentality, this occurred. Now, I could be totally wrong about what happened. Um, he could, you know, he very well could have been angry about whatever and plowed in with folks. But from what everything I heard, I don't think that was the, the reason for this occurring. But I feel for those families who are facing Thanksgiving holiday and Christmas without their loved ones, without the child who died today. 
Yeah. Um, it's just a sad situation. It all really the way around. I mean, th- this just a lot of bad news yeah. all the way around. But um, I think, um, you know, we have good times ahead of us. Let's, and, let's, let's certainly hope so, because like, I'm just looking this up now, more than 60 people are injured on Sunday and some are still in critical condition. So I'm just hoping they all make it through. Well, I mean, if you think about the last time someone plowed into a crowd was um, the protest down in Charlottesville and a right. guy deliberately drove through the crowd hitting people and he killed some, he killed uh, a woman's daughter. Right. So that was a terrorist attack. This was a stupid fool fleeing from the police and caused greater injury than stopping and just saving one life. He could have saved more lives, I should say. Instead, he decided to take it further. So now he's charged with intentional homicide, which I've never heard before, but I don't know what to say about this guy. Yeah. I would just like to know why. I think yeah. that's what everyone's question is, why? Why did you do this? Yeah. Well, we'll definitely find out more later as um, the story develops some more. But let's move on to a lighter note because <laughs> these the stories are really depressing. Um, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yes, it is. is happening. It's happening. Um, well, you know, you know I'm, I have the Gaps. Is it the Gaps holidays commercial running through your head all the time? Well, um, you know what? I've already heard christmas music so it's like that's <laughs> like like man let's get through thanksgiving first before you blast the christmas music come on well, hallmark started right before halloween running their christmas movies and lifetime then started soon after they did yeah and so you know i'm, I'm looking forward to turkey day yes i think everyone I'm, is. I'm looking forward you know mac and cheese yes the, the, the king of side dishes that yes. you must have at your turkey di- dinner. Yes. And um, um, just, you know, just enjoying good conversation, good company. Everyone, you know, everyone, there's going to be a lot to talk around, around about around the table and see, you know, who's grown some, who's gotten married, who, you know, all that type stuff. Who's lost weight, who hasn't lost weight. You know, all of those conversations. Who's on a new pill for something. Because, you know, everyone's on medication for something. (laughs) So it's going to be a good time to lay low, hang out with family and friends. Yes. Eat some good food and just enjoy family and friends. Yes. And, you know, unfortunately, a turkey does have to boost their lives for the state, but. Yes. (laughs) That's okay. Well, I mean, Joe Biden did um, pardon the two turkeys, so that's always good. (laughs) <laughs> okay they, they always do that tradition they pardon turkeys well i think that's fine <laughs> but i mean unfortunately my turkey did not get pardoned <laughs> it will be roasting uh, i'm i think i'm looking forward mostly to the sides of course uh because the thanksgiving sides are the best mashed potatoes stuffing uh, you got the cranberries, uh, then you got the pies, of course. You know, you're going to have to have your sweet potato or your yams. Yes, of course. Or your green beans. Yes, yes. And, definitely. you know, your rolls and make sure they're not flinging across the table. Yes, of course. Because, you know, the little kids will fling. And I think that, um, see what news is going to come up. 
you know, somebody's going to experiment and try something new. Yes. And, you know, I like hearing the stories where someone, someone is hosting their first dinner for the first time. What did they burn? <laughs> yeah, right. Or what did they undercook? Right, right. And, you know, they're mortified. Yeah. And, oh, no, it's ruined. <laughs> but, you know, it's just interesting to see what happens at Thanksgiving and um, the outcome of the togetherness with the food and everything. But you know what, for me, it's all about the get together. It's about the music. Yes. It's about the conversation. But the most important of all, it's about the turkey. Of and course. who's going to get the wishbone? Yes. Who's going to eat the pieces of skin? <laughs> who's first at the dark meat? Because, you know, that's the juiciest part of the turkey. Oh, yes, of course. And, um, you know, and just who did the gravy? Is it going to be lumpy? Is it going to be smooth? Yeah. Is it, you know, all of that is about the holidays. The world needs some good news. We have done and gone through so much. COVID has taken away so many people or has impacted so many people's lives, whether it, they've died from it to the, the fact that they're long-term, you know, long-term um, victims of COVID and they're still recovering. But I think we all have something to be thankful for. And that is we woke up, we continue to breathe, we continue to experience life, and we can thank God every single day for that we have a life. And, and I think that is the best thing about Thanksgiving. And then, since I'm a girl, it's all about sales. <laughs> yes, of course. You know, I'm, I'm all about, okay, what's on sale and what can I get? But see, that's the next day. Yes, Black Friday. Black, Black Friday. Yes. I'm not going to really do Black Friday. Because, um, I mean, if you think about it, we got Black Friday. Then we have Small Business Saturday. Then we have Cyber Monday, and then we have Giving Tuesday. Yes. And so I think when you think about this whole weekend, um, I think it's going to be about what can we give? What can we buy that will be special for someone in our family or friends? How can we support our Black business community? And then if we cannot support anyone in our Black business community, what small business can you support? Cyber Monday? Don't break the bank. But on Tuesday, find a charity that speaks to your heart and to your family and support them. And, um, and I think that will help round out all the negativity to the positivity, a positiveness of the holidays, or as the gap likes to say, the holidays. So that's so true. Well, that's it for the news section of the episode. So now we'll switch over to Morgan Angelique Owens, where she'll align us with some beauty, lifestyle, and culture. So take it away, Morgan. All right. Thank you, John. I am super excited to talk to my guest today. And of course, just like always, I'm talking beauty and wellness. I am here with the amazing Dr. Angelica Hardy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Dr. Angelica Hardy. I have wear many hats, <laughs> but today I'm representing uh, the American Heart Association. I currently serve as Vice President of Health Strategy uh, at the American Heart Association here locally in Cincinnati. 
Great. So I know we have partnered to do some amazing things to get the word out um, about some of the initiatives you're working on. Can you briefly tell the audience what those are? Yeah. So as VP of Health Strategy, I have the opportunity to lead all things community impact in our region. So that means all of the things that impact our cardiovascular health, which is everything, uh, all of the initiatives around physical health, wellness, uh, we really focus on. So I have the opportunity of implementing a lot of that work. So you may see me at different health fairs, working on CPR and blood pressure. Uh, but recently, I would say for the last four or five months, we have been really working on building our community impact arm focused on women's health. And as you probably have heard or seen us around, we've had a lot of, we wear a lot of red, especially mm -hmm. during heart month in February. Uh, but when we have a lot of women, uh, Go Red for Women is a huge initiative here and has a lot of women supporting it uh, across the region. And from then we really wanted to start building our community impact portion of that work. And what's better to start off to than to identify what are the women's needs here locally? Uh, we know that uh, one in three women suffer from cardiovascular disease and unfortunately die from cardiovascular disease. So there is a real interest here on what can we work on, how can we make a difference, and where do we start? So mm -hmm. we have the amazing opportunities uh, uh, funded by BI3. They really wanted to help us examine where do we begin in this journey on addressing cardiovascular health and not necessarily on a large, you know, national scale, but like, what can we do here uh, in the Cincinnati region? And I think that's really important because a lot of our healthcare partners are like, well, we know what, you know, happens inside the clinic, but what's happening outside, right? What are moms, women in general focusing on? So the study is actually called our Research Goes Red Reproductive Health Survey. And the point of it is really focusing on where, wherever you are in your reproductive health life, right? Um, either if you're thinking about getting pregnant, thinking about never having a baby, regardless of whatever the, where you are or had a baby 10 years ago, um, how has that your reproductive life then impacted your cardiovascular health? We know via research that um, your reproductive health and your cardiovascular health are greatly correlated with one another. Um, things like a lot of times if you suffer from preeclampsia while pregnant, um, you may actually even see more um, health concerns related to cardiovascular health years and years down the line. And we don't, I don't like to say that to scare anyone, but it's really important to just think about, right? right. You know, when you're maybe younger, you don't, often don't think of, you know, your cardiovascular health in that way, um, especially so young. So it's really important to start to understand this stuff. And with the help of BI3, this is just us getting started. No, I love that. Um, you know, as you know, you know, I started a fitness company almost nine years ago, you know, just because honestly, I wasn't doing my portion of, of staying healthy as a black woman. I think, you know, we've had this conversation many times with many people, how black women sometimes well, well oftentimes, most times I'm going to say, put their health on the back burner because they're either focusing on their careers, their businesses, their significant others, their families. I mean, everything other than us, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but we are the biggest demographic that suffers from a lot of big health um, factors. So I think this is amazing work. 
And of course, you know, everything that I do ties in, ties some way into beauty because I feel the beauty starts from within. So that, that of course has to deal with your health and wellness. Um, and so, you know, just personally, like, how do you feel that health and beauty tie hand in hand together? Oh, I think when you, when you feel good, you look good. And I don't say that like as numbers on a scale, I think it's so important for us to get, I've, the biggest conversation I've been having with people lately is about sleep. (laughs) Like literally just like how many hours do you sleep a night? And, and I think about that because we often just don't talk about, we're like, oh, did you work out? Did you do, do this? But it's like, right. keep listening to people say like, I only slept four hours. I only sleep four hours a night. And I'm like, that's not good. We right. really need to figure out how to rest, how to shut our bodies down or <laughs> reboot our bodies while we're sleeping. So I think that plays a huge role. Like when you look good, you feel good. And, you know, you can't bring your best, best self um, if you're not, you know, really taking care of your physical health. And then I think a lot of times, um, you know, I'll always, I want to look good my face. I'm like, oh, but I can't do anything because of these bags under my eyes or whatever. And it was really me starting to do a little bit more research of like, well, maybe you're dehydrated. (laughs) Like maybe we need to get some more water in your body to really start understanding why you're seeing these bags on one day, but not the other. So just thinking about how we take care of our whole selves and when we start taking care of our whole selves, we will, we are beautiful all the time, but we definitely will see um, in our beauty regimen when we really start taking care of our whole selves. Absolutely. So, you know, how do you take care of yourself? What does your self-care look like? What is my self-care? Well, <laughs> my um, monthly massages count. <laughs> yeah, um, they do. I will say first, I will say first thing is one of my favorite quotes is from Michelle Obama. And it's just, we have to put ourselves higher on our to-do list. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite ones because I'm a to-do list person. I have a list in front of me of all the things I need to do today um, and tomorrow. <laughs> I just love them. But it's like me thinking about myself first. Like, what do I need um, to, for make sure I'm beautiful? So it's like me having my water. That's my self-care. Um, making sure, to be honest, especially in this pandemic time, making sure I actually eat lunch. Um, I never thought that that was something that was going to be a problem for me. Uh, but actually having three well-rounded meals a day has actually become a little bit hard um, because I start going and I said I had that to-do list and then you know um, the next thing I know it's four o'clock and I didn't eat lunch (laughs) so things like that like really focusing on what I need um, you know I think selfish is sometimes used as a negative term but like sometimes really being selfish like I have to be my best self so my beauty routine sometimes isn't even you know, with my favorite products, but often just thinking about like, what do I need and what do I want and how can I be, you know, bring my best self to this day? And I can't do that if I'm pouring from an empty cup. So I, I love that. And personally, I know like you love to travel. So do I, I do. So just, you know, making, <laughs> of course it does, you know, you know, you have to get out and unplug yes. and tell people, you know, I'm, I'm going to be gone. So like I was telling yeah. you, like I've been telling people, even my clients, like, listen, I'm really mm-hmm. trying not to do work in December because I, I have, I have not taken like official vacation this year. I've just been going nonstop. So yeah. I was like, you know, just please help me out and just everyone just get, get. And when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> there is no, there's no nine to five when you're an entrepreneur. So no, I can't. <laughs> there's no nine to five. And we, we need our, we need our checks because if yes. we don't follow up, we'll forget. We'll either one will forget or we'll just never get it or, you know, get it super late. So, um, so yes, that's important. 
So like I mentioned, you know, um, me and Angelica, we've teamed up. Um, so look out for next week's Herald. I'm doing yeah. a special post on the Herald, but also on my social media. And I am giving out Herald Beauty swag bags for everyone who will we'll enter a raffle because I ain't got that many, but we hope we, we <laughs> hope everyone takes the survey nonetheless because it's going towards a great cause and it's not super long, right? Um, right. No. no, it took me, it took me probably seven minutes. So you have to okay. first fill out the informed consent. Mm -hmm. So that is really just giving Verily, you'll see Project Baseline Verily, which is the, the kind of the database that helps us protect all your information. Um, so I can't see any of it, but they are the ones that hub the hub of our research arm of American Heart Association. And then after that, the survey is either, you know, longer, obviously, if you've maybe had a, a few children or, you know, you plan to have more, they're going to ask you more questions about your reproductive health journey. Um, I clicked, I do not plan on having a child anytime soon. And mine didn't take that long. <laughs> okay. So it okay. just asked me a couple questions. Um, so whatever, it's going to be based on the algorithm of how you take it. But um, I took about seven minutes to do my informed consent and finish the survey. So. Perfect. So like I said, everyone that takes a survey is going to be eligible to win a Herald Beauty swag bag. Um, so make sure you do that, but make sure you just do it because it's for a great cause. And like she said, yes. it's under 10 minutes, quick seven minutes that does so much good. So, um, Angelica, I know you're going to be joining me for some other podcasts, so we're going to save a little sauce for them, okay. <laughs> but I always love to ask my guests, what are your top three beauty products that you love right now? Okay. So my first would probably be, be um, I know I'm late, but I, prior to probably two or three years ago, I was not a huge sunscreen moisturizer Ooh. I know I didn't know Ooh. I didn't know I didn't yes. know you can't blame me I was no always judgment. moisturized but I wasn't doing it right but yes. since your girl has gotten into the SPF I just feel like everything in my life has changed <laughs> yeah so I would definitely say SPF on my face has changed my whole life and will never go back so uh that would be one two okay. I would say um I'm not a huge lash person, mainly just because I struggle putting them on. So it's mascara for me Okay. <laughs> because I do not have the skills, but I can put mm -hmm. on mascara. Okay. So I need that to make it look like I'm awake. Uh, and then lastly, I am a lip. So if I don't have anything on, it's typically mascara and a bomb lipstick. And that those are my favorites. <laughs> yes. Red is definitely your color. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that red. <laughs> I do love a red. I do love a red. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, tell everyone how they can support you, website, social media. How can they I mean, um, Me support? personally, you can, uh, social media, Dr. Underscore Hardy, H-A-R-D-E-E. -E, uh, mm -hmm. For the American Art Association as a whole, uh, we're heart.org. And then we have a Cincinnati page, but it's a little hard to get to. But if you do American Heart Cincinnati in the Google, it'll it'll take it you know, straight to the page or it's going to have like a long algorithm because it's, you know, the Heart Association. We have tons of locations all over yeah. the country. So if you want to see our local page, it's just American Heart Association Cincinnati. If you Google that, you will get us. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you're doing thank great you work. Having me. Of course. And I'm excited um, for us to come back on here again. Yes. Talk to everyone uh, soon and take the survey. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> take that survey. 
<laughs> All right, back to you, John. Thanks, Morgan. Well, everyone, that's it for today's show. Once again, I want to thank the Ohio Lottery for sponsoring this episode of Chocolate News. You can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thesensiteherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I also want to thank Andrea for coming out today and um, sharing your knowledge about these stories. Thanks, Andrea. Oh, it was my pleasure. I had a great time and I wish everyone a very special Thanksgiving and, and have the great start to a wonderful holiday season. Yes. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, YouTube, and TuneIn Radio. I'm John Alexander Reese and have a safe and fun Thanksgiving and also have a just a good weekend in general. <laughs>